So I'm bringing you a message. Christian salutations. Somebody may ask, what is Christian salutations? In case you have issues with data, by the grace of God, we are also live on IPR Online Radio. You can get IPR Online Radio by just going to our website, www.iprministries.com and then you go to the menu page. The first item on the menu is IPR Online Radio. Just click on the play button and you are connected live. We are also live on Facebook. You can invite a brother or sister that we are here for the word and spirit encounter. And I'm teaching on Christian salutations. Before I go into the scriptures, salutation from the English dictionary is an expression of greeting, goodwill, or courtesy by word, gesture, or ceremony. Let me say that again. Salutation is an expression of greeting. So there's an expression of greeting among the Christian community. We want to find out what happens to such expression of greeting in the times that we find ourselves in. There's also an expression of goodwill. What happens from the word of God? What happens to our Christian practice in the times that we live in? It's also an expression of courtesy by word, gesture or ceremony. In other words, there are some things that we will do by word. <clears throat> there are some things that we will do as a way of gesture. And then there are some things that we will do as a ceremony. And I'll give examples from the scriptures. That all confirm Christian salutations. Mind you, I said <clears throat> salutation is an expression of greeting, goodwill, or courtesy by word, gesture, or ceremony. Kindly turn your Bibles with me to Matthew chapter 18. We are looking a lot. We are looking at some sets of scriptures. And the first one is Matthew 18 from 19 and 20. Our Lord Jesus Christ <clears throat> said, Again, I say unto you <clears throat> that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father. I'm reading the King James Version, which is in heaven. Then he said, For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. So the first picture we see about the Christian salutation which we say is an expression of greeting, goodwill, or courtesy by word, gesture, or ceremony. We see a ceremony as a part of Christian salutation of two or three gathering together in the name of Jesus. Now, somebody may ask, why are you teaching this at a time where we are not supposed to be gathering together? We are supposed to be practicing social distancing we are supposed to be, you know, observing all the social protocols that <clears throat> will enable us not to 
you know, be carriers or fast transmitters of COVID-19. The Lord asked me to teach this, to let you be aware that this is the picture that God has ordained for all believers in Christ Jesus. However, Romans 13 also tells us to be obedient to the authorities because they do not, they do not bear the sword in vain. Because the Lord is aware that before the coming of the Lord, there shall be the falling away, which we call the great apostasy. The Lord would want me to bring these scriptures to your awareness so that in the midst of all the social protocol to ensure that we obey governmental rules, governmental guidelines to avoid contracting COVID-19, in the midst of all that, we should bear in mind that somewhere, somehow, we should still find a way of practicing what I call Christian salutations. In other words, even if we are not gathering together physically, we can gather together like we are doing right now, virtually, either on IPR online radio or on Facebook. And for your information, I'm going to use IPR online radio more for many more of our activities beginning from next week onwards, okay? There will be a lot of activities both in the morning and then as well as in the midnight hour from Monday to Friday into the weekend. So bear in mind, all these efforts we are putting in place coming your way by Facebook, coming your way by IPR online radio is to let you know that assuming we were not having such meetings virtually chances are that by now some would have left the faith and would have gone back into the world but god wants us to have an understanding that there are certain practices called christian salutations and in the midst of the social protocol put in place by the government of the various nations of the world we can still find a way of practicing these things even if you are not meeting together are you okay with me and are you with me? Alright, thank you. The next set of scripture I want us to look at is Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. And I'll read verses 24 and 25. Hebrews 10, 24 and 25 from the King James Version of the Bible. It says, And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exalting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Which day? The day of Christ's coming. It means it can be seen approaching. And you and I can bear witness that it is obvious that the times we live in are pointers to the soon coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And he says that because of that, we should not forsake the assembling of ourselves together as is the practice, the behavior, and the manner of some. But we should exalt one another and so much the more 
as we see the day approaching. But here we are, we have found ourselves in a situation where we can't gather together. Does that mean that we should break the rule of national and governmental uh, no, policies and do otherwise? No. We are good citizens because we are good Christians. But God has allowed me to bring this set of scriptures to our awareness that in the midst of all the social protocol, it still does not invalidate the authenticity and the truthfulness of God's word. That is to tell you that what God wants to achieve through our gathering together certainly is under attack. Can I say that again? The social protocol we have put in place is good. And we must all obey social distancing, wear the face and nose mask, wash your hands regularly, make sure that you use hand sanitizer, keep, you know, a distance, a two to three, uh, one to two meter distance, social distancing and all that. We should do all these things. However, the fact that scripture enjoins you and me not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together as is the manner of some but we should exalt one another and so much the more as we see the day approaching and now we can see the day approaching and yet we cannot gather together it tells you that what God wants to achieve through our gathering together is under attack so what do we do we will not disobey the rule and our governments, the governments of the various nations. However, we should bear in mind that God has an agenda and that agenda must still be achieved even if we are not gathering together physically. Now we have gathered together virtually in our various homes, in our various offices, in our various continents and locations. Can we use the various media platforms that we have to still achieve the same purpose, calling somebody, exhorting one another. In other words, you can use Facebook to exhort instead of sharing jokes. You can use WhatsApp to exhort. You can use Messenger. You can use any of the social, even uh, what do you call it, uh, Twitter or or um, Instagram. Okay, you can use all these uh, social media platforms to be able to exhort one another if we cannot meet we can do zoom we can do you know a fellowship online there's an app called line somewhere somehow god wants us to exhort one another and he says we should do that the more so the fact that we are not gathering together does not mean that you should disconnect look in this end time Lone rangers cannot and will not survive. Can I say that again? I said in this end time, lone rangers cannot and will not survive. It is like pulling a coal of fire, I mean a, a coal of fire from a set of fire and it stands alone. In no time the fire will die. But when it's in the midst of other fire, iron sharpeneth iron, and so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. This is not the time to disconnect. This is a time for you to remember a brother you've not heard from for a long time because it's been it's been how many months now? Over two months now 
since we last gathered together or almost two months now since we last gathered together and at this time some people's faith may be growing cold some people may be giving up on God some people who cannot stand alone may be wondering what's happening but this is the time for us to remember a brother remember a sister remember an elderly folk in the church you know household and call them send them a message send them you know mobile money to support yeah call to find out how are you doing exalt that brother encourage that brother tell him or her that it's not too late it's not too late certainly god will make a way for us to come together again but until then be encouraged and if the person doesn't have food find a way of getting that person food to eat am i communicating so christian salutations should not be abandoned just because we are not gathering together all right let me go to the third set of scripture which is romans chapter 16 verse 5 and then verse 16 romans 16 verse 5 and then verse 16 romans 16 5 says likewise greet the church that is in their house paul is addressing somebody and then he says that greet the church that is in their house in fact when you read the preceding verses he spoke about aquila and priscilla priscilla and aquila then said greet the church that is in their house what is god saying here you see the church is not the building that we used to gather together in the church is the people the church is the individual human beings and remember the first scripture we read where two or three are gathered together not just gathered together but in the name of jesus he is there in their midst so church is all about two or three or more gathering together in the name of jesus now because of social distancing we cannot gather in our numbers so wherever you are there can be church at home there can be church two or three gathered together in the name of jesus not just gathering together to watch a movie gathered together to gossip gathered together to just tell some you know some jokes no i'm talking about gathering together in the name of jesus there the lord is in the midst of those who gather together in the name of jesus so scripture is telling us about the church that was in the house of priscilla and aquila the house was not a church the people were the church so he says likewise greet the church that is in their house then he says salute my well beloved Epi epinetus who is the first fruit of Achaia unto Christ? Then verse 16 it says, Salute one another with, a, with an holy kiss. The churches of Christ salute you. You'll be seeing a lot of scriptures about salute one another with a holy kiss. In other words, it calls for, you know, I don't know how the holy kiss, you know, looks like. Maybe culturally, those of us who are in Ghana may not be practicing holy kiss. Maybe it's, it's, it's akin to, you know, embracing one another. Maybe that's the holy kiss. But now, you cannot get close because of social distancing. 
but it does not invalidate social distancing does not invalidate the practice of God's word so what do we do you can salute one another with a holy kiss virtually that's why we have emojis on our whatsapp we have emojis you know you send an emoji of saying that I salute you with the holy kiss all I'm trying to say is that some way somehow we should find a means of practicing Christian salutations in the midst of the times that we find ourselves in there should be a church in your house there should be saluting one another with a holy kiss when you get up in the morning you call brother it's been a long time oh really I really miss you I greet you with a holy kiss yes if we cannot meet together if we cannot gather together if we cannot do i mean uh uh that closely because of social distancing we can do it virtually don't stay at home and rot don't stay at home alone and become depressed find somebody to encourage in your effort to encourage a brother or a sister you yourself will be encouraged that's how it is iron sharpeneth iron all right can I read 1 Corinthians 16, 19 to 20 also? 1 Corinthians 16, 19 to 20. Alright. I read. Here Paul says, The churches of Asia salute you. Aquila and Priscilla, their names are here again, salute you much in the Lord with a church that is in their house. Do you see? Aquila and Priscilla were noted for the church that was in their house. Now that our big cathedrals, our big tents, our big chapels, our big temples are all locked down and virtually empty, can we find a church in your house? It can just be two. It can just be three. Gathering together in the name of Jesus. And that is church. Will you start one in your house? For all you know, you are the priest of your home. You are the pastor of your home. And God has been waiting for you all this while. Now that we are home, start that church. It doesn't have to bear any name. The church that was in the house of Aquila and Priscilla was not called um, Pentecost or Presby or Methodist or IPR or any name for that matter. It was the church in the house. Will you create a church in your house? I'm talking to a family right now. Start that church in the house. Yes, because who knows? What if? Because I've heard people saying that, oh, when will the government give us the room for us to gather together? I don't know what is happening in your nation, but in the nation Ghana, with the events that have unfolded in recent days, I don't foresee a soon gathering. I'm not prophesying doom. So do we wait and fold our hands and wait till now we are giving a room for us to gather? Can't you see that just as HIV AIDS became a pandemic and eventually has become endemic. Endemic means that we are living with it. Can't you see how Ebola became a pandemic and then eventually it's an endemic. People are living with it. Can't you see that this global pandemic will eventually become endemic? That there is a possibility that men are going to live with it after they have been able to build enough 
um, immune system strong enough to combat the COVID-19, we will live with it. Just like we live with malaria and it is common. People live with HIV AIDS and it is common. Chances are that we're going to live with this COVID-19 for a very long time. Yeah. So instead of you waiting that one day you will hear government says there's no more COVID-19 so gather together instead of you waiting for that God is bringing you this message today that find the wisdom of God to start that church in your house be the pastor you are the one I'm talking to be the pastor of that house I mean of the church in that house even if you are two that's okay and exalt one another and so much more and everything that pertains to church you can practice it in that house in the name of Jesus and God will be honored. Hallelujah. All right. Then in verse 20 of that scripture, 1 Corinthians 16, he says, All the brethren greet you. Greet ye one another with a holy kiss. We cannot do that with a present social distancing. But if you are two or three, at least. That one is allowed. In the midst of the social distancing, you can say, I greet you with a holy kiss. And as I'm talking, virtually, I greet you with a holy kiss. Maybe it's been a long time we saw our face. So I greet you. On IP Online Radio, you are not seeing me. You're only hearing me. But I greet you with a holy kiss. <laughs> we are told to do that. And oftentimes we don't, you know. All right. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11 to 14. 2 Corinthians 13, a very popular verse of scripture we quote a lot, narrate a lot, recite a lot when we are closing church. 2 Corinthians 13, verse 11 through 14, it says, Finally, brethren, farewell. Be perfect. Be of good comfort. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace shall be with you. 12. Greet one another with a holy kiss. Almost every letter of Paul, he ended with, greet one another with a holy kiss. It is just similar to what we do when we gather together and we say that, greet one another and we go about. Now we are not able to do that because there is no gathering together in our big chapels, in our big churches, in our big temples, in our big cathedrals, in our big, you know, tabernacles. There is no gathering together. But we can still find a way to practice the word of God. Don't let the word of God become invalid just because of, you know, social protocols. We can still practice Christian salutations. Call somebody and tell him, I greet you with a holy kiss. It's been a long time. I hope you are doing well. Find a way to connect. Don't disconnect from the body. The body is one. When one member suffers, the whole body suffers. When one member is honored, the whole body rejoices. So find your place in the body and play your role as such. Glory be to God. Okay, so verse 13 says, All the saints salute you. Then 14 says, The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all. God wants us to have communion with the Holy Ghost. And oftentimes when we are together, it's sharper. But now we are not together. So you can engage the Holy Ghost in communion whilst you are home alone. And when you are two or three, you can do that in that house. And that is the church in the house. Don't 
abandon communion with the Holy Ghost. You cannot survive this end time with what is happening without the communion of the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, it is part of the Christian salutations. Remember, we say salutation is an expression of greeting, goodwill, or courtesy by word, gesture, or ceremony. When we are engaging the Holy Ghost in communion, it is part of the Christian salutation. Do it often. I said, do it often. And then encourage the brethren to do same. Let's exhort one another and so much the more as we see the day approaching. Don't disconnect. Don't let it be that throughout our stay at home, you never found out how a brother or sister is doing until we regather. Who knows when we're going to regather. When the pandemic becomes endemic, learn how to live in the midst of the endemic situation. All right. First Thessalonians chapter 5. All these are Apostle Paul's writings. First Thessalonians chapter 5, 25 through 27. Let me read that one too. First Thessalonians chapter 5. All right. 25 through 27, Apostle Paul writing here, he says, Brethren, pray for us. Oh, what a, what a humility. This was an apostle who told the church of Rome, he said, I am sure that when I come to you, I shall come with the fullness of the blessing of God and I long to see you that I may impart some spiritual blessing that you may be established. So it means the man spiritually didn't lack anything, but he still requested for prayer. When was the last time you called a brother and said, brother, bear with me in prayer. Pray for me. Pray with me. Stand with me in prayer. That is a sign of humility. The other time I was telling you, pray for some of us. The work that we do, you have no idea. The attacks. I'm talking about daily attacks daily oftentimes we don't talk about it because we don't want to discourage anybody but daily attacks and sometimes i smile and i say wow yet we cannot put our hand to the plow and turn back if we do we are not fit for the kingdom once we have sworn our allegiance for the work of the ministry we are we are going yeah we are marching forward and backwards never. But pray for us. Pray for the brethren. Pray for the leaders. Those who have been standing in the gap on behalf of the church all this while of our stay at home. I had a very good friend of mine who is also a minister of the gospel, Professor Joseph Osafo of the psychology department of University of Ghana. I heard him say on the television yesterday or two days ago that the ministers of the gospel, pastors, are also frontline workers. And the hosts and hostess were like, uh, what are you saying? He said, yes, they are frontline workers. And he even said that there was a survey that was done in a certain community. And in the survey, it was discovered that whenever church members or the community who most of them were Christians, had trouble, their first point of call was their pastor. Before they even 
talk to a doctor or talk to any other person for that matter. So pastors are frontline workers. So as we pray for our frontline workers, our doctors, our nurses, our, our paramedics, and pray for the security uh, uh, people, soldiers, police, immigration, custom officers, and what have you, pray for the pastors as well. Don't you see that all this while, everybody has been home. Have you asked yourself, how do the pastors preach to a virtual congregation? All this while, how did they do it? How do they have the encouragement, the tenacity, the boldness, the courage in the midst of, especially during the lockdown, where there was intimidation here and there, false reports here and there, how did they manage? Pray for your pastors. Okay? Do. He said, finally, brethren, that's second, I was reading 1 Thessalonians 5, 25 through 27. It says, brethren, pray for us. Then it said, greet all the brethren with a holy kiss. Have you seen again? This holy kiss matter, we must investigate and find out how they used to do it. So that whilst we are home, we can be practicing greeting one another with a holy kiss. Okay? It's important. Then he said, I charge you by the Lord that this epistle be read unto all the holy brethren. In other words, what he is telling the Thessalonian church, he wants the same thing to be told all the brethren. We are supposed to do it, including you and me. Greet one another with a holy kiss. Do it. Hallelujah. Alright, you may say, but it's only Apostle Paul that is talking about these things. How about the other apostles? We can look at Apostle Peter as an example. Apostle Peter also wrote in 1 Peter chapter 5, 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 13 through 14. 1 Peter 5, 13 through 14. Apostle Peter writes and says, First Peter 5, he says, the church that is at Babylon elected together with you salutes you and so does Marcus, my son. Then verse 14, Apostle Peter says, greet ye one another with a, hope, with a kiss of charity. Hey, he's also talking about the holy kiss. In other words, it was not only in the ministry of Apostle Paul that they used to greet one another with a holy kiss. Apostle Peter also says, greet ye one another with a kiss of charity. Peace be with you all that are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Can I say that to you? Peace be with you all that are in Christ Jesus. Will you say amen? I said peace be with you all that are in Christ Jesus and say amen to that. Hallelujah. Greet ye one another with a kiss of charity. In other words, 
God wants us to be affectionately bonded together. That is the only proof to the world that we are one. And that our God is true so that they will believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus prayed in John 17 that we will be one so that the world will believe on him, the Lord Jesus Christ. So in the midst of the lockdown situations, though lockdown is lifted, but we are encouraged to stay home if you don't have anything doing out there, keep a social distance, wash your hands, use hand sanitizer, use mouth. Now that we even use mouth and nose mask, it means that if you don't take care, even to now open your mouth to talk to a brother will be difficult because your mouth and your nose are always covered. But child of God, you must find a means. You must find a means by which you will connect with a brother, a sister that you have not heard of all this while during this, you know, <clears throat> staying home, social distancing. Don't stay alone and rot. And if you are in dire need of help, don't hesitate to call on a brother or a sister for help. Don't let any situation drown you in the times that we live in. We must care for one another. We must uh, practice Christian salutations. All that I read are what I call Christian salutations. On Sunday, by the grace of God, I'll bring a message the Lord gave me so many years ago and I believe this is the time to preach that message. I titled it, Remember the Poor. Yeah. Jesus said, the poor you will always have with you. And in scripture, you will find out that we are to remember the poor, regardless of what your calling or ministry is. So I'll bring that message on Sunday and then we will pray. And I believe that in this month of May, we will begin to take steps to bear one another's burden so as to fulfill the law of Christ. We will take steps to meet one another's need so as to fulfill the law of Christ. Greater love has no man than this, that a man should lay down his life for his friend. So it's an opportunity for us to practice the charity aspect of Christianity. Charity has to do with practical love. Not just saying, I love you with the love of the Lord. I can see in you the glory of the Lord. I love you with the love of the Lord. But practically demonstrating that love. Extending a hand of support, a hand of help to that brother, to that sister. Christian salutations. We're going to do it. I said we're going to do it. And we will do it. Because we are enjoying to do it, child of God. Don't stay alone in this end time. Don't just stay because we say we should stay at home. That you have disconnected. If you don't take care, you will backslide. You will be sliding and then you backslide. Don't expose yourself to the news media that will build fear instead of building faith. Don't expose yourself to music that will corrupt your holiness and purity of heart. 
Iron sharpeneth iron. For some people, they depended on the gathering of the saints together to keep their faith aglow. But now that they are home, there may be so many temptations. But that's why we need to practice Christian salutations. I'm writing up my message. But I encourage you to find a way to extend a help to a brother or a sister. Greet one another with a holy kiss. Call somebody. Use every medium or media platforms we have to reach out to a brother or a sister. I have seen some sisters and brothers doing Facebook live and, you know, inviting others to their morning devotion. It's commendable. It's laudable. Yeah. And I, I commend you for that. I've seen others who are using other apps they've never used before, Zoom and Line, to communicate. It's commendable. And we're going to use IPR online radio in the coming weeks more because every day of the week will be coming your way and I will be announcing to you what the programs will be so that we can keep in touch. In case you're saying that Facebook takes so much data, the IPR online radio doesn't take much data at all. It's just like sending a text message or sending a WhatsApp message. And you can be listening to the messages and then some good time of worship, which I'll be announcing, and midnight prayer crew that will be reintroducing and staying together, connected, until we see Jesus come and we see him face to face. May the Lord bless you with understanding. And may the Lord give you the grace, not only to be a hearer of this word, but be a doer of all the Christian salutations that the Lord has given you and me today in Jesus' name.